Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. It is time to talk some Greyhound Racing on Sky Sports Radio and joining us now is Mick Cowley from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. G'day Mick. Hello Dave, good to be back mate. Yeah, very good uh, mate. Simon did a fantastic job uh, filling in for you but mate, um, a big morning today on the program because uh, tomorrow night the big nights arrived at Wendy Park, those semi-finals of the Tab Million Dollar Chase. Oh, mate, this is uh, this is like Christmas is coming, isn't it? Yeah, eight eight semifinals, the Million Dollar Chase, cutthroat. Only the winner gets through in each of the semifinals, and then we set up the big one next Saturday night, the 24th, or Saturday week, the 24th, for the uh, Million Dollar Chase Grand Final. It will be an absolute beauty, and a man who is hopefully have a runner in that final. He has one in the semi-finals tomorrow night. In the first semi-final, in fact, is Chris O'Brien. Chris has got mortified. Chris is joining us on the line. G'day, uh, Mick. Good morning. Mate, uh, how are the nerves? Are there any at all getting into a semi-final or not? Oh, I was pretty good till now. <laughs> when I heard, <laughs> when I just heard that, but no, nah, I'm holding up pretty well, mate. Yeah, everything's mate, good. She- She's uh, she only had a handful of stars, but uh, she's been very impressive through all of them. And uh, yeah. yeah, there was no hesitation in stepping her up to this company. Oh, uh, look, there probably it probably would have been if like she the fact that she liked Dapdo and she'd been to Wentworth Park. I thought she had a box the box there, and she went really, really, really good. So I thought, well, you know what, let's have a crack at this. And um, I'm glad I did there, mate, because. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's not going to be easy, but, I mean, you know, it's got to get through the semi, and then once you're in the final, they're going to be classy dogs in the final, so it won't be easy, mate. So, But anyway, let's hope we get there. Mate, well, I guess there's that old saying that they use in sport all the time, you know, if you're, if you're good enough, you're old enough, or you're experienced enough. So, yeah, she's certainly shown you enough to, to give her a crack at it. Yeah. yeah, she has. Yeah, she's um, just hope she's peaking at the right time. Um I'm hoping she can run a bit of time tomorrow as well and um, show what she can do as well at Wanny because she certainly um, she knows Dapto like the back of her hand and um, back of a ball. And um, she's getting better each run at Wentworth Park as well. So and she's drawing a good box tomorrow night. Um, so that certainly helps. Mate, you must have been pretty impressed with that run last week. She came off the one she really punched through and uh, mm-hmm. and showed a bit of authority early on. Yeah, she did, mate. She she's done that with it in a couple of starts. I mean, she was racing against the Pinions, a big real big lump of a dog, um, Adapto in the, I think it was in the heat, and you know he was pressuring her uh, against the rail, and um, she just she just kept going. It didn't bother her. She's only a little twenty six and a half kilo bitch, and um, she's just got a good attitude and the will to win, and that's what good dogs do. Right now. Uh... Yeah, she's by Fernando Bale out of mm-hmm. uh, Banjo to Fire, who yeah. was a million dollar chase semi finalist back in twenty nineteen. Yeah, she was. She yeah, she she um took a long while to 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 um you know, um become a, a handy race bitch. She I remember one well it took about six starts before she won a race. It was just an average time too. So um I remember there was ten starts into a racing career and um, at Dapto there one night and um, uh, she was leading by two or three. She seen my bald head at the boxes at um, <laughs> 520 and uh, she wanted to come and have a pat and when the dogs rallied up behind her, she kept going again. So I think yeah. the next time, I didn't think I took her back there for a while. I think I ducked behind the boxes next time I went back for another track so she wouldn't see me. You <laughs> <laughs> should, have, should have put a wig on or something, Chris. Yeah, correct. But she's been, um, she ended up winning about 50,000 
in prize money and won 15 races out of 60. So she was pretty handy, and um, but this one's just gone the next level so far. I, I remember back to that, uh, and I'm sure we spoke during that time, and she won the uh, the Nowra final. Uh, she beat mm. some good dogs, including Awesome Catch, uh, in that. Then got through to the semis, and uh, it was a pretty handy performance. I think she finished yeah, fourth behind Flying Basil in, in the semi. I think it was the last semi on that night as well. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. Mate, what was that experience like for you? Yeah, you were one win away from having a crack at a million. Was worst there, and obviously the race was in its early stages then as well. It was only the second year. Was there a bit of a different feel for you as a, as a trainer back then? Yeah, she actually made the Easter egg as well, Banjo to fire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she made the Easter egg. And, um, um, but you go into those races just hoping and praying that, you know, they can at least run a place. But... But um, unfortunately, the eight had come across. She was in the four and um, took her out of the took her, yeah took her out of the, the placings, and um, she, I think she finished down the track. But but no, it was it was it's a big thrill just to be there, win, lose, or draw, and um, um, same as the million dollar chase. I didn't really go in with any great deal of confidence. I just thought, well, we're here and having a crack, and hopefully we can get a bit of luck. But um, but this one's a little bit. This, the daughter's a bit different. She's she's next level. For yeah, she's at this stage. Yeah. I was going to say, does that give you a, a different sort of feeling? Yeah, there was no expectations or, or mm. that sort of thing with the other one, whereas with this one, you know how classy she is, what she's capable yeah. of. Uh, yeah. Kind of change your feeling a bit, I'd imagine. Yeah, it does. It does. It's um, you know, I'm I'm just you know, as I said before, I'm just got my feet firmly planted on the ground and just hope we can get through, mate. Not changing anything with her. Not nothing. No routine changes. Just you know, she's just a, um, just doing the same old thing every day, day in and day out, and um, she loves it. And she's she's um, got a bit of a character about her. She's a flighty little thing. She get her out of the kennel. She's on her back feet, and you've got to be careful. You can't grab her by the collar. You've got to grab her under her chest and put her in the empty yard because uh, it's always that concern that, you know, mm. <laughs> just, just um, dot the I's and cross the T's, make sure everything goes to plan. So, so by that. She hasn't had a run for a couple of weeks since that winky win. Have you uh, you've given her a bit of work during that time? Yeah, I have. She had a box-to-box at Dapdo on Friday, and she went really good. Um, and then on Tuesday morning, she had to slip up the straight track, and, and that's it now. She's just tucked away, ready for tomorrow night. Now have you, uh, do you are one of these guys that, that looks at the field and goes through who's going to do what and that sort of stuff, or you just basically play it uh, as it comes? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't really study the form too too much. I just worry about my own runners and, um, you know, if they're good enough, they'll be there. I just, yeah, I, you have a little bit of a look, and, but try not to get too carried away with it, mate. It's just got other things to concentrate on and, um, you know, that's just the way I am. But I'm sure there's other guys out there that do that, do, do that and study the form and see what the, the traits are. But, um, you know, unless, unless you know and you happen to know the dog, particularly, and you know he's you know, a, a mad crasher or a wide runner. Um, and, you know, but other than that, I don't really look at it too much. Mate, so. Mate, all, all you got to worry about is uh, her jumping, getting to the lead, and uh, the others can fight out the minus. Yeah, that'd be great, mate. That's, <laughs> keep the fingers crossed. Yeah. It's uh, nice to be there, mate, I'll tell you. As long as they all get around safe and uh, pull up okay and... Um, um, you know, happy days. So. No.
Mate, you're ab- absolutely spot on. Well, uh, mate, yes, you're one of 64 that have got this far. Hopefully you're one of eight next week and, uh, and you can really soak up that week in the atmosphere of it, having a finalist and a million-dollar chase. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, thanks very much for that. Chris, appreciate you coming on this morning and having a chat, mate. As I said, best of luck from myself and uh, all the listeners in that semi-final, that first semi-final. Hopefully you're the first one into the final um, coming around about you know, 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Good on you, mate. I really appreciate it. Thanks very much. Dave, there he was. Chris O'Brien, who uh, has a mortified in that first semi-final tomorrow night. That's a, uh, they're all pretty hot ones, but uh, it's no different. It's got Panama Pepper, the West Australian dog, drawn out in the eight in that. It's got the uh, Group 1 winner, Gatlin, who's drawn the four. It's got T the Bear, who uh, qualified through Broken Hill, who's no slouch. And, you know, there's some good, uh, pretty much make a case for most of them in, uh, in every semi-final tomorrow night. Back to Mick Callie and going Greyhounds. Your next guest, Mick. Next guest is a uh, very handy trainer from south of the border, Brendan Purcell. Brendan's got a few runners tomorrow night. Brendan, thanks for coming on the line and joining us this morning on Going Greyhounds, mate. Yeah, thanks, Mick. And as I said, you've got uh, you got three. You're loading up in the car tomorrow morning and, and bringing up to Wentworth Park. Uh, one in the stairs, Moraine Susie, and uh, you've now got a couple. You had McInerney already, but you've also got uh, Who Told Shorty is going to get a start as well. So I, I guess that means you you don't have to worry about should I take it, should I not take it. Uh, it's it's there now, and you've got a couple of semi finalists. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, I was a bit worried about that whether I have to bring him up or and just let him sit in the van and sort of or the whole trip. But um, now he's got to run; it's good. Mate, we've uh, really made it easy for you with those up. To, uh, apart from McInerney, uh, Moraine says he's drawn Super Estrella and who told Shorty's got She's a Pearl, so it's, it's no easy pass, is there? No, definitely haven't looked after me there, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> but, uh, Moraine Susie's got a good box, so hopefully she can um, punch up there somewhere behind her and um, hopefully run second or, or get, in, get into the final that way. Mate, fingers crossed. The one uh, one that I, I really want to talk about is McInerney. Uh, he's had the, the, the two runs up here now, one in the national national final where it's just a fantastic performance with uh, behind good odds cash. And then last week in the in the qualifier, the city qualifier, that was another yeah, fantastic performance, run a different way, um, yeah, having to do a bit of work and come from behind. But you must be pretty pleased with the way he's handled those two stuff and went with uh, yeah, no, I really am. He, he's been going terrific now for a couple of months, and um, it's all about the start with him. He, he can bomb the start like he did last week, and then he, he's uh, his track sense is not not real good. He wants to get up off the track a little bit and um, cover a bit more ground than the other one. So, um, yeah, just hopefully he can sort of get the start right tomorrow and be be up there somewhere like around that first turn, and then he'll he'll put himself right into the race that way. And the the draw tomorrow night is that better to be closer to the fence than the the six and the eight that he's had in those two previous runs. Yes and no. I mean, if he if he gets the start right, I'd probably rather him out, out wider because at least he, he heads up the track a little bit and around that first turn, and he needs a bit of room. But um, in saying that, though, if, if he does get it right tomorrow night, he will hit and shoulder him around the first corner to sort of get him out of the way to to get out to where he wants to be. So it could could work in his favour too, you know. I guess it's good to have a dog like that that's yeah, it's not going to be timid in that sort of run to the first turn because it is always a, a bit of a push and shove in that first turn at Wentworth Park. Yeah, yeah, always on circle racing. It's like that. And, and how it always is, you just got to get up there and um, speed's the name of the game. If you can get up there, then you're always in with a chance. But was the plan always to uh, have a crack at this series or did it kind of yeah, solidify that decision when uh, he went so well on the Nationals? Yeah, well... 
we were sort of toying with it, and then um, we didn't go to any of the regional heats, and we just sort of thought, oh, well, he's, he's gone good up there, and he seems to handle the track okay. The travelling doesn't seem to worry him, so we might as well go up and, like last week and give him a, give him a shot at it. And um, thankfully, he ran second and qualified, so he's got one more week to go. You know, if it worked out, it'd be good, but um, yeah, this is a hard week this week. Mate, you've, uh, you've been obviously in the game for a while. Where does, where does he sit in terms of dogs you've had? Um, yeah, he is very good, um, but he's just he's, tra- he's just the way he, he wants to get up the track. He loses a lot of ground all the time. I think if he ran down on the rail, he'd be very very fast. But um, yeah, like as for sheer speed, no, I, I wouldn't have had many many as quick as him really. Um, but he can get really get going around that first corner and, and halfway down the back, and he, he just seems to have got stronger the last few few months. And um, he, he's running the five hundred out very well now. So yeah. And he's, he's not three until, I don't think, January or December or something. So, um, yeah, another six or seven months. Um, hopefully, we can pick up a big race one day. Right, well, it could be in a, a couple of weeks' time. You never know. Yeah, it'd be good. But the, uh, you were telling me when we spoke a, a bit earlier about uh, the first time you came up and the uh, lengthy trick back. You're, uh, you're going to break it up now? Yeah, well, we come up and just trialled the first time. And, um, yeah, I think I was up for like 30 hours by the time I'd done it all and got home and got everything fixed up, so the last three times we've been out, we've been actually staying at Gunning on the way home, sit at the motel there and get three or four hours sleep and then sort of head back down, get on the road again about 6.30, so, which is good. You can have a shower and um, feel a bit brighter and get on the road and you've got seven hours till you get home. Right, yeah, maybe uh, maybe after tomorrow night's race, you've got seven hours to think about what you can do with a million dollars if you're going to win it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Mate, Moraine, Susie, uh, yeah, won the uh, the Victorian National Distance Championship. Came up here was uh, nothing. Certainly wasn't disgraced behind Super Australia in that final. No, she. I, I was probably a little bit disappointed in the way she went. Um, not not saying she should have beat Super Australia or any, but I just thought um, she jumped good. And um, I'm just hoping she might have got a little bit lost. That like she had trialed there, but just got a little bit lost going through the pen. She seemed to. Have didn't didn't show to show a real lot of speed like she has been like down the back and that. Um, yeah, so I'm, and then I took her to the meadows the week later in, in a, a group three heat and um, she, she just got knocked over from fill of the post. So I can't really get a guide on t- saying that, that that she's still a hundred percent like at home. We can't find any wrong or anything like that. So I'm just going to put her in and um, hope for the best. You know. Mate, with yeah, obviously he told Shorty uh, he, he's not just a travelling companion. He uh, has a bit of quality about him as well. Yeah, uh, he's going real good. The dog, he, he just needs the fence real bad, and he's um, just been unfortunate. He's just been drawing a seven and eight, seven and eight, and um, yeah, all he needs is the fence. And I, I, the last six or seven weeks, he's really improved too. He, like, um, yeah, I think the day he can jump onto the fence, and um, yeah, you'll, you'll see him go then. You know, My fingers crossed it might be tomorrow night, and you uh, you can have something really to celebrate on that long trip. Huh? Now that's it. Hopefully. <laughs> Mate, thanks for coming on and uh, and joining us today. Travel safe coming up tomorrow, and best of luck tomorrow night in those semi-finals and in the Sydney Cup heat. Thanks very much. Days there he was, Brendan Purcell, Victorian trainer, who has uh, a couple of good quality dogs in those those events, those semi-finals, and also in that Sydney Cup heat. That's certainly one to watch as well. Um, 
tomorrow tomorrow evening. That'll be a fantastic night of racing, absolute beauty. I, I suggest anyone uh, who's in the area should come out. And then, of course, uh, the following week on the 24th, that'll be grand final night. But also on that night, too, we've also, as you would know, uh, having hosted last million dollar chase, then you've got the million dollar giveaway again, which uh, I'm sure a lot of people are very keen and very interested in. And uh, hopefully... Uh, we'll be able to give the million dollars away this time. Yeah, that's going to be a beauty, mate. Uh, it was a lot of fun last time, and let's hope that someone out there lucky can get the job done. Mick, before we let you go, mate, um, any best bets for tonight? Got to give you some best bets, mate. Casino, uh, we heard that race one earlier. Let's wait until the last. Dog number one, Kingsbury B, is the best on that program. At Gunnedah, race nine, dog number two, Bo Bush, is our best. And then that Dapto tonight, good old Dapto on a Thursday night. Race three, dog number five, Quantifiable, is the best on that program. Outstanding. Thanks so much for coming on, mate. Have a good day. Thank you, Dave. Cheers, mate. All right, there is uh, Mick Cowley from Greyhound Racing, New South Wales.